What's up, everybody? It's Drew here. I want to welcome you all to another episode of Phoenix Down. Uh, this is our final episode of Near, episode 5.2. And um, we're coming to the conclusion of the game. And tonight I have with me Matt. Hello. And I got Justin. What's up? And so we are at the, the ending. Well, I mean... To, it's kind of like we ended at the middle of the game it seemed like um, I will pull another reference out that you guys won't understand because it's a Legend of Zelda reference <laughs> never heard of it yeah I can't believe that but um <laughs> so basically you the first half of the game you're gathering things which are these words and the second half of the game you have to gather more stuff which is just like A Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time, it's, I mean, it, it, it feels a lot like that. So when we last left off, we had just um, awakened, uh, or, or de-stonified uh, <laughs> Kane, who had been holding these doors for the past five years. And um, did we talk about the fight? leading up to that no the fight before that i mean the fight after that whenever we you know we had to fight the monster that had been trapped in there for five years yeah yeah we talked about that. we did yeah. talk about that okay yeah. so we killed that and um we do some investigating i guess or it's it, who actually brings up the the fact that we have to go get these pieces uh popola i believe popola okay she would well we <laughs> What what ends up happening? We 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 should go back to the lost shrine, is what happens, and we go to the lost shrine, and um, there's a big like force field there that won't let us go any farther, and basically we need this key. The key is broken into different pieces, and each piece is owned by a boss, basically. So um, we decide we have to go get all these pieces, assemble the key, and then go take on the shadow lord. Um, and then hopefully save Yona. So, at this point, we can actually choose where we want to go. Um, we have a little bit of a choice. Um, where did you guys go first? Uh, I, I started the junk keep because I knew that was going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she gave us two options initially, right? Yeah, the junk keep and, um, and the, the forest. Or the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did the forest first because I really liked it the first time around. Yeah. Being the most different part of the game, I would say. Uh, so I was kind of interested to go back. And also I wanted to see if I could talk to the other two people that I missed the first time around. Because there were three people in the forest of myth. And I only kind of went to the mayor, did his little story, and left. So I kind of wanted to see if there was any chance I could get the weapon that I missed by not talking to all three of them. But I don't think I could. No, I tried talking to him too, but um, yeah. Unfortunately, 
the only thing you really do with the Forest of Myth is just go to this tree and listen to two stories, and at the end of it, get quizzed on those stories. Uh, yeah, that frustrated yeah. me because I didn't. I, I guess I wasn't paying a hundred percent attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I got the right answer. Question two, I got it wrong. All right, I'll, I'll retry it. Put the first answer in again. This time it's wrong. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so am, they... am I losing my mind? Like, I, I'm pretty sure I said green, and now I'm saying green again, and it's wrong. Well, see, I I I wouldn't even pay attention to the stories. They just asked me, it was like, what color is envy? And I was like, green with envy. Right. Yeah, so I hit green, and I was like, that's wrong. What the fuck? <laughs> and so I went to a fact. And the fact told me, it's like, well, you need to actually pay attention to the stories. Uh, the color that you're supposed to choose is the color of the girl's eyes that's in the story. And then the last one, what was the other the question that they had? It was how many people died. Yeah, how many people died. How many people, allies, did, did the warrior have? Um, and it changed every time you tried again. But um, that was easy. There was only two questions, and we got a piece. Because of it. Yeah. yeah, that must have been the easiest piece, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. The fastest and the easiest. Yeah, definitely. Um, which I didn't have much problem with the other ones. I mean, I had a problem with the, the next one, the underground facility, due to the fact that it's just, fuck, I hate that place so friggin' bad. Yeah. That place seems like I always get lost. I always go to the wrong friggin' elevator every friggin' time. I always end up at that elevator that takes you to the second floor instead of the basement floors. See, I don't have a problem with that because as soon as you enter, you just keep going straight, and that's the right elevator. Yeah, so. see, I just, I'd always <laughs> get confused. Like, is it the straight one or the one? It's over there at the corner. <laughs> nope. I always knew what elevator to take, but once you get down into that bottom section, yeah. I find it weird that when you look at the map, there are some hallways that straight just out. end. And there are some hallways that end in opening to the next level, but you can't tell by looking at the map. Yeah. yeah. And the game is so clear by putting a giant red X on where you have to go most of the time that yeah. it's weird to me that it doesn't put any kind of indication as to where you have to go when you're inside yeah. the junk heap. Yeah. I was thinking that exact same thing when I was getting lost 19 times in that stupid place. Yeah. So before we even go into the junk heap, uh, we get a cutscene of uh, the two brothers that run the place. Um, they were both, I guess, searching for stuff in the junk heap. And um, they kind of, they don't really get attacked. They just, like a, a cave-in happens. Yeah. And one of, a big piece of metal comes down and, and basically kills the older brother. Uh, it, it squashes him. And I think the kid pulls on his arm and his arm rips off. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that, yeah, that's kind of what it looked like, although I don't think they showed the arm, right? They, they didn't no, show they the didn't. arm. They just showed him kind of fall backwards. And you right. hear... You hear <laughs> I'm yeah. like, really? Did he just rip the arm off? Yeah. Is he that strong? <laughs> so <laughs> but I, so uh, he's basically devastated after that. And uh, we show up, and uh, we notice that his the, his brother is dead. It's been dead for like four years. So this must have happened during one of the the first year after the whole five year transition. And he wants us to avenge his brother. There is a he said he wants us to destroy all the robots, basically. 
Um, he hates robots with a passion now. Um, but I do too now, by the way. Me too. <laughs> I'm me with too. him. <laughs> I really hate him now too. Um, and uh, I found it so freaking hilarious. <laughs> I know it's, it's 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 a part of the game, so you can't really help it. But he was like so passionate about kill all these fucking robots. <laughs> oh, can I help you? You know, right after that, because I wanted to upgrade a weapon. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, I guess he's just going to change his mind about that. But this is very important because apparently I found a lot of materials that I could use on this one specific two-handed weapon called the uh, the Beast Beast something. The Beast Slayer, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's a gigantic buster sword looking thing. Um, and I had enough uh, pieces or materials to upgrade that thing four times. Wow. So Yeah, so I leveled that thing up four times. It did 800 and something damage. Wow. That's all I used for the rest of the game. <laughs> I really it, hope I still have all my crap on my second playthrough because I didn't sell anything. I didn't spend any of my money. I'm going to use all of those materials to upgrade my sword to hopefully make the second playthrough easy. Yeah. You do. You keep everything. Good. But, um, yeah, so I've upgraded that sucker, and that's what I use for the rest of the game. The good thing is it launches guys, including bosses. Really? Yeah. So we'll get into that later, and I'll mention it. But um, this, this thing's boss. Like those little robots that, that go around and zap you. With electricity, it's one hit from them and they're dead. Nice. So, nice. so I'm just, I just like he <laughs> he looks like a madman just swinging that freaking sword everywhere I go. I'm just swinging that sword. More than he normally looks like a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we um, uh, we go to the junk heap. Takes us for friggin' ever. Yeah. to find this place because like you said the map is like there's parts of the map that you have to go to that you don't really know you can go to because they're grayed out and then whenever you get to the end of the corridor it kind of does like a little transition then you have a whole new map to look at and I'm like this is fucking confusing as shit yeah you know and I was like even this walkthrough is <laughs> not helping me it's saying that you'll eventually come to some stairs I was like I haven't found stairs in a fucking hour Right. <laughs> you know, and so I'm just like that. That seriously like like wore me down. And by the time I was at the end of that, and I got to the boss, I was like, I, I hope I don't fucking die at this boss because I ain't starting this shit over. Yeah, I texted you as soon as I got done with the junk heap. Yeah, I was just fucking. I was like, I'm so fucking glad. So um, uh, we the boss itself wasn't too difficult. It was just mainly a bunch of hacking and slashing for me. Um, it's a shade that rides on top of a robot. And yeah, I thought this one was on the easier end. Yeah. Yep. Even for the bosses in this game. Yeah. Yep. Um, wow, the humming stopped. That's okay. okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, it just stopped all of a sudden. Um, so, uh, oh, nice back. Ah, well, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, what ended up happening was, uh, I think it's Matt. He had to mic (laughs) it. Is that what it is? I haven't even looked at that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ah, well, whatever. Um, I totally forgot to mention this um, before we even went back to the junk heap. There was um, uh, something whenever we went to the Lost Shrine. There was a boss fight there. And this, oh, yeah. was, this was actually a big boss fight because there's something that happened during this boss fight. So basically, the big shielded dudes who carry the shield um, and the big sword, they uh, one of them, we had to fight another one of them. Um, during one of the cutscenes, whenever you're like doing a finishing blow on them, you shoot one of your little magic needles at it, and it knocks a piece of his sword off or something like that. And it stabs Kaine directly through the friggin' chest. Yeah. It's one of the the lances you throw at it. Yeah, you, he deflects it and it goes right through Kanye. And um, sh- like this is one of those where it's a big ass fucking pole that sticks through her chest, and she falls over like straight up dead. Like it, there is no like, oh my god, you know, <laughs> it's straight up. She just falls over, and the first fucking thing. <laughs> The first fucking thing comes out of Nier's mouth. Kaine, are you all right? Right. <laughs> like, this bitch is dead. I don't know what you're talking about. You know? And so, um, and she, I mean, she does mention a few things. She does, she says, get the hell away from me. Of um, course. And, uh, when, when this happens, uh, the shade comes out of her that looks, it moves around almost like a monkey. It jumps around and it's like a like a quick dashing assassin thing, and um, you it it I, I it, I didn't have a problem with it because I got a trophy for killing it in under a minute. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so um, you kill it, it goes back into Kane, and then she gets up without a dent in the fender. No 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 gaping hole, nothing. So I'm thinking, well, she's immortal. As long as somebody kills that, you know, beats the crap out of the shade that's inside of her. So, and 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 that's pretty much it. That's all they mentioned about it, to be honest with you. Wow. Well, that's one of those things that kind of comes up a little bit more in the second playthrough. Yeah. 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 So, um, but anyway, back to the the jump keep. We I totally forgot about that and skipped that. Um, but uh, back to the jump keep. You finally kill this robot and the shade that was riding on it, and um, you get another piece. Um, during the cutscene, after you kill the robot, the brother shows up and um, begins knocking the hell out of the ro- robot. This thing, they're dead, and he has went fucking insane. This dude is insane now, and um, I can't even remember what he's saying, but he's just he, he's he's maniacally laughing and he's lost his mind. And Near and and Vice both say, "Yeah, he's he's crazy." From that point on, does he not upgrade your weapons, or does he just show back up like nothing happened? You know, I never went back. I never went back either. That's interesting. Huh. Yeah, well. I'll bet he does. I'll bet he's there. I'm, I'm sure he's there. Like, nothing even happened. Yeah. Hey, guys. What can I do for you? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> but, um. It, it, at this point, like, when I saw that cutscene, 
I start to get these these small feelings of this game feels hopeless. You know? This this is a very depressing game. It's a very depressing game. It's 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 so much hopelessness in this freaking game. People are either dying, going insane, or just losing. It just seems like everybody's losing in this game. Yeah, everybody's losing, and it's in the context of the world, like, falling apart. Yeah, the world is basically dying, and there's just not much time left, and people have kind of just given up, almost. But then there's Nier, who's still trying to find his daughter after five years of looking. Which almost seems like it would end up as the most depressing thing. Like, he finally finds her, they go back home, and then they're just waiting to die, because there's nothing else, like... Yeah. You can't make anything of your life. Nobody can because there's nothing left to to work on, to do. Uh, it's a weird, depressing future. Yeah, that was the but that was the first like actual taste of of the the, the feeling that I got from this game. Um, after the junk keep, uh, you go uh, to you have a choice of either going back to facade or the airy um i went to the airy first mainly because i think they both come in the form of letters um uh, popula yeah. gets a letter uh from the airy saying that, that the chief has opened up a shop and would like people to come and buy stuff from them so uh, i wouldn't though they were dicks the first time yeah <laughs> so we go back to um the Airy. I'll just go ahead and mention that one because I went to the Airy first. Uh, here, uh, people are still living in their small little houses and won't come out. Well, to begin with, like I, I could like to begin with, Chief's still a dick. He yeah. said, like, "I didn't write no friggin' letter, you know, or something like that." So then you go to the little shopping area. The yeah, shop- the only difference is that one of the suspended platforms has like. Eight to ten people just standing around on it. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, you can do some shopping and stuff like that. And uh, there's this one guy who uh, basically you ask, he's like, yeah, I was the one that sent the letter. And um, at that point, he turns into a shade. Yeah. And it's basically been an ambush. So these shades can write letters and and and, and create elaborate traps for near so um they all turn into shades you have this big ass battle then all of a sudden practically everybody in the town turns into a shade there is this one cut scene where Kaine is fighting a woman and she doesn't necessarily turn into a shade right away and so I'm thinking Kaine is kind of just like miss judged this one person and thought she was a shade right but then she gets killed again she gets like slashed and falls over dead almost kind of dies so many fucking times this game (laughs) or like just becomes immobilized and so she falls over seemingly dead the woman does eventually turn into a shade and uh, like everybody's turning into shades um, and then eventually a boss shows up. The boss is actually this gigantic orb eye-looking thing that um, basically 
is everybody in the village. I don't know how that happened. I don't know when that happened because I never saw it happen. But Emil knows this. And he doesn't want to attack it because he thinks that he is killing innocent people. Um, we fight it anyway. I don't think it was much of a boss fight. Hit it in the eye a bunch of times. Then the eye turns around, so you have to go all the way around and hit it in the back. And eventually, Emil, during the final little boss ending cutscene, uh, Emil bursts into like this gigantic orb of energy that kills. It basically destroys the entire friggin' town. Yeah, basically he sacrifices himself to like neutralize the eye, right? Yeah. Like he kind of like goes into it and it mini supernovas to burn itself out. Yeah. And so he, and then afterwards he he feels a lot of regret because he he says that he's killed so many innocent people because of this. I like uh. I like Nier's uh, rationalization there. He's like, well, but you saved the three of us, so it's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter that you've killed hundreds of innocent people. You saved us. you got to have your friends back, you know? Well, exactly. <laughs> you killed a lot of people, but at least you saved us, hey. Like, usually that's the unspoken rationale for it. Like, you don't usually say that. Like, it doesn't matter who you kill. Just get my back. <laughs> well, the thing is, do, do, do we even have a cutscene showing Kaine get back up it, or anything like that? No, I she's, think after the boss just gets imploded or whatever, she's there uh, sitting by that rock. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's there's so many left out points in this game, but so anyway, we get the next piece, the piece that um, the I had. Um. And then we go to Facade. Uh, we go to Facade because we get a letter in the mail inviting us to um, attend the king's wedding. He's getting married. So we travel to Facade out in the desert. Um, we go visit the king. And uh, he's he's all happy and getting married. Um, and he is getting married to none other than Freya. Yeah, I kind of like this section because it's the only one that sort of makes sense. It's the only one that has a narrative that kind of fits within this world. For the most part, yeah. Other than like, oh, you went to the Airy because a shop opened, which doesn't make sense to begin with. <laughs> and then it was a trap and a giant eye shows up. Like, okay, I guess <laughs> I guess that's what's happening, but it doesn't really make any sense. At least here, you know, they have some peace and facade, so he's going to get married. And during the ceremony, things go wrong. And you have to fix them. Like, at least that somewhat makes sense and like one a leads to b leads to c yeah well i mean when you went to airy i mean everyone was second guessing that too and it it it, it kind of fits for the trap so did did papala question it at all though i thought uh, she was I, just like oh a shop opened so you should go no check it she out. didn't question it everyone else was questioning it though yeah the you know vice and near and kane so but yeah you know, there's a reason for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, we go to the facade. They're having a wedding. Um, it's a joyous uh, occasion. Um, but they did mention that the wolves have been attacking the village, and it's uh, it's getting pretty bad. Um, 
so during the wedding, they have a, a nice little reception, and during the reception, a wolf comes out of fucking nowhere and fucking just completely tackles the the king and his queen, Freya, and uh, kills Freya. Yeah, their door looks pretty secure. I don't know how that wolf got in. Yeah, I don't know either. And uh, you fight off the wolves, and you have this really bad cutscene. Not not bad as in, in bad, but bad as in sad. I don't... The, talk about fucking depressing. I mean, you know, they just got married. Yeah. And Freya apparently can speak now, because she spoke in this cutscene. I thought she couldn't speak. Yeah, no, you're right. She couldn't. But I guess that's changed in the five years. <laughs> she learned how to speak in the five years. And um, she basically, you know, says her goodbyes, I guess. Just basically, you know. Fucking. <laughs> I, like, at this point, I'm like, damn, th- what the fuck else is going to happen? Right. I you mean, know? Jesus. They weren't married but two minutes. I know. <laughs> and so they're. And so, the, of course, the king is pissed off. He said he's going to kill all these fucking wolves tonight. And everybody's trying to talk him out of it, uh, including Nier and Vice. But Nier basically is like, yeah, we'll. We'll go ahead and help you because, you know, you guys have done a lot for us and stuff like that. And I'm surprised there near wouldn't just say let us take care of it. Yeah. You guys stay in here. And see, um, then you um, you have another cutscene where the king is like me, you, and and Vice and all the rest of them are going to go uh, fight these wolves. And then the, uh, the, the village guards or city guards are like, no, you can't do that. But then all of a sudden they change their minds and say, okay, we'll all go. <laughs> yeah. In the span of the five minutes that they were talking, they're like, "Nope, you can't go. Nope, nope, can't do it." And then, "Yeah, we'll go with you." Like, what? I I was confused at that point, but anyway, so we went to this area that I don't think we've been to before, um, and we fight off a huge pack of wolves, and then they're right. It was the wolf's den. Yeah, Yeah. the the wolf's den. I don't think we'd ever. That wasn't like a revisited place or anything. No, no. And um. There's also a shade in the form of a giant wolf, and we have to take that thing out. Didn't really have much of a problem with it. No, that was really easy. In fact, you had to before the like when the you fought the shade wolf, the the normal wolves went and attacked the king, is what I gather. They all ran towards the king, and you had to keep him alive. Yeah. So, which you know wasn't a problem at all. No, not with that gigantic Buster sword of mine. <laughs> Just swinging that thing around. Um, wolves go down in one hit. <laughs> you know, I, I had a little bit of trouble here, and I think it's because I was still using the two-handed sword, yeah. which was a little bit slow for the wolves. Yeah. G- given that I didn't have it upgraded, so it was still taking a few hits to kill each one. And uh, with how slow it was swung, I kept getting hit in between my swings. See, I found the perfect. I don't know where I got this weapon, but it was a. It's a spear, and it looked like a, a jouster's lance. It's not exactly the most powerful weapon, and I haven't upgraded. But I, uh, I kept using my uh, my fist, the the magic fist or whatever the hell it's called, yeah. and I would knock them down. And then this lance would only take like one, it would just take one hit to finish them off. Huh. So it was a, I used that combo for the rest of the game, and it it just worked perfectly. 
Well, see, here's here's the cool thing about that fist with the two-handed sword that I was using. I could hit the guy with the fist, and while that fist was winding up, I could wind up a swing with the sword too. So really? It's, yeah. So it's almost the like the fist a, didn't knock him out of the way of your sword. Uh, these these were just with bosses. Oh. Like this is what I would do with every boss. I'd I'd fist and swing, fist and swing. Nice. So it was like a one-two punch kind of deal. But um. Yeah, we get the the final piece of the key uh, from the wolf, and um, we now say it's time to take on the Shadow Lord. So we return back to Palpula. 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 I still can't pronounce her fucking name. Um, Popola. There we go. Popola. There you, hey, yeah. I got it right. I got it right. Popola. Um, so we go back to Popola. I mentioned to her. All right, we're going to go and take on Shadow Lord. When this happens, Delova, Delanova, Delanova, <laughs> sure, Delorean. I, there you go, Delorean. Um, her sister is sitting there too in her in her little study, um, and they both kind of don't want you to go. They 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 don't they don't just come out and say it. They just they think it's a bad idea to go. Um, and you get this little tidbit of like, you know, oh, never mind, it's fine. And so you go off to the Shadow Lord's place, um, which is basically at the Lost Shrine again. Got to climb the Lost Shrine. At this point, I was ready to fucking beat this game. I ran by every enemy. Yeah. Uh, unless the door closed on me. Yeah, and you, yeah, no, and I you had to fight the same thing. Yeah. Um. So you get to. The, the place where you use the key, you use the key, it opens up, you walk in. Um, and at this point, you start um, climbing. You, you go up a bunch of stairs, uh, and then you eventually come out to this little courtyard. And uh, this courtyard um, has two birds sitting, sitting on, the, um, on a, like a little bird bath, and they talk to you. And they ask you some questions. And I guessed at every single one of these questions. Because I really didn't know. Right, yeah, and my question too. is, Vice was like, I've heard this before somewhere, but where did we hear this before, the answers? Was it just in the story, and we just, like, forgot about it? Like, you know, as well, as we're playing, did we just forget about that, you know, what was said? I mean, I kind of knew that the Black Scroll was the reason why human beings didn't exist anymore. Um, but the but other, they never said that directly, though, did they? No. I just I, like I, I'm just like I said. I just made an educated guess. Maybe this yeah. was like, maybe that that comment was because Vice, you know, during the thousand years from the beginning of the game to where it starts, he learned this shit. I don't know. That was kind of what I thought it meant. He didn't mean that we had all experienced it in the game, but. Yeah. I thought he just kind of knew it. Then how are we... Well, I guess then how are we... We were just supposed to guess the answer. Trial and error. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I mean, which, I guessed him right the first time, so... Which definitely did not work the last time because the answers kept changing. Yeah. But it's a valid <laughs> approach here. So they ask him, why are human beings no longer on Earth? Uh, it was because of the black disease. Uh, the second answer was um, they asked, uh, how can you save yourself from this disease and it said by separating the body from the soul 
And uh, they said, where do the souls reside? They said they, they are placed in their corresponding shells. No idea what that means. Makes far more sense at the end of the game. Yes. Yep. So um, they open the door. Um, and when you walk into the next room, um, the twins are there. Uh, Popola and Devila are standing there. Years like, what are you guys doing here? How the hell did you get here? And they basically said that uh, you can't go any further. We told you, we tried to warn you not to come here. Now you're here. Prepare to die. Well, it's funny too because they give you the options. You know, you get to pick an option. I'm here for to save Yona, and then um, I forget what the second one was, but the third one was like you're say you're right. Let's go back. And I, just for fun, I picked, you're right, let's go back. And it said, are you sure? I'm like, yes. And it took me all the way back to the village. And it's <laughs> oh, funny no because when you enter the, the Shadow Lord's you know, world, it says from here on you can't go back. Yeah. But apparently you can. <laughs> so it took me all the way back to the village. I'm like, fuck this, and loaded up my other save. Because so, <laughs> I wasn't going to go all the way back through that stupid shrine. <laughs> that was just awful. So. Nice. So, um, yeah, so begins a boss fight with the two twins. At this point, I'm just confused as shit. Yeah. And so I'm fighting these twins. And this is what I wanted to mention about this awesome sword I got. This sword would fucking knock these twins back. Like, launch them into the air. And I could swing just fast enough to where I'd launch them into the air, and while they were falling, hit them again and send them flying. Juggle them? Yeah, juggle them. Oh, nice. nice. And so I could do three times like that, and then they'd sink into the ground and teleport somewhere else. And by that time, I could just roll over there to them and do the whole thing again. I don't even think I got hit by these women. So, um... Yeah, for all the bosses, I switched back to the one-handed weapons. So that I could swing faster. So basically, each time I would get in there, I would get in a series of three or four hits. Yeah. But there was no strategy. I, I should have leveled things up. And <laughs> um, did you guys level up at all? I mean, what what level did you win the game at? Thirty-two. Right. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay. Thirty. I think I, I was know. twenty-seven or twenty-eight. I was twenty-eight when I finished it. I leveled up once during a few more fights um, inside this last little area here. I leveled up one one last time. Yeah, me too. Um, but I, after you fight them, uh, they basically, they don't really give up. They just say, alright, fine, you can go on in. And they, you just walk on in. You don't kill them or anything. You just, they, they kind of yield. Um, at this point, you walk in. Uh, there is... A bunch of shades. Or no, no. This is this is where the people are dancing. The waltz is going on. Right, oh, the yeah. ghosts or whatever. Yeah, the ghosts are, are dancing. They're like some of this shit just doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, why are there ghosts dancing? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just like this. Well, is, don't they turn into shades? They turn into shades. You know, like you know, I mean, you walk up next to them and they turn into shades, and it's a shit ton of shades. Yeah, and they're big ones with armor too. Yeah. Um. Luckily, they are no match for my Beast Slayer. 
Like, uh, seriously, one hit breaks their armor completely. The other hit launches them into the fucking air. And I, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I'm just fucking like, just, just swinging like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I definitely should have upgraded. I, I thought this end of the game was reasonably hard. I didn't actually die at all. I didn't, like, have to restart. But I had to use every single one of my health potions. Yeah. I, 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 was, I was completely out, and I'm like, oh, what the hell am I going to do in the next section? And then, luckily, there's, like, a hallway with a bunch of 60% health refills. Yeah. Well, but yeah. I, I was always near the verge of death, even though I didn't actually die. Well, the good thing about this, too, is I found this out on the, on the, on the trek there, is a, a meal can actually heal you. Um, which yeah. was interesting. So he would, if your life was down, you know, he would, I guess, notice. And once in a while, he would do something to you. He'd throw something your way and some energy thing or whatever, and he'd heal you a good amount. So, so that saved me from using my potions a little bit. Yeah. Um. So after you fight a bunch of these um, waltzing ghosts that turn into shades. Um, they eventually all turn into a bit gigantic boar. Man, I hate that thing. I hate that fucking thing too, because you cannot dodge that charge. No, and that would that pissed me off because I would time it right, and he would in mid fucking charge he would change directions to where I landed. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So I figured the best way to do it is just stay behind him. Yeah. That's what I did. If he got up and he was getting ready to charge, I'd run straight toward him toward a wall just like hug a wall running toward him and he'd run right into the wall well i guess that would have been easier yeah i mean but i mean he wasn't that difficult no not that one the, the after you kill that one immediately there is a armored one a bigger one too yeah. isn't he yeah he's bigger too and he has armor on he goes chasing that kind of like armored layers of bacon they're just like on top of <laughs> Yeah, it's not really like a suit of armor. <laughs> no, I like that. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Armored, yeah. I saw that. I mean, it reminds me of the there was a, a boss in um, Demon, not Demon Souls, Dark Souls. That um, it was a giant boar with armor on. But um, so this one's coming. Uh, I still did my one-two punch. It still did damage. Um. But every time you kill it, it comes back to life, um, just with less armor on. Um, so eventually, you 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 kill it like a third time, and then it gets back up, and it just starts shake shaking with green shit coming out of it. Yeah, some kind of poisonous aura that was draining my life while I was killing him. Yeah, and so I just um. Then by that time, the Kaine has been trying to open this door the entire time. She finally opens the door. You run through, um, and uh, it kind of chases after you, and you reach these stairs. I had a problem with this. I had to look it up because I was I was using this gigantic sword to try and hit these crates while running up these stairs, running from this boar. This boar catches you. You're dead. Game over. You have to start back over. And I died so many times, and it finally said you need to use a spear, and there's a special attack with a spear where you don't, you don't really attack, you just kind of ram while you're running. 
I used that and I didn't have a single problem. But for oh. like three or four tries, I was like, there ain't no fucking way I can run, yeah. run this fucking thing. <laughs> I think I was using a spear at this point and I was trying to hit the box that way and it still slowed me down. Well, I could get, be wrong. I could be using a sword, but I, I... The spear, apparently, if you hit triangle or Y, depending on what you're playing, um, he basically does like a little charge move. What? Yeah, he does like a charge stab. I would like to have known that, you know, when I got the spear. Yeah, I didn't know any of this. I I'm, tried to break the boxes and get the life from it the first time. Got yeah. run down, so I just, like, kept leaping because it yeah. was faster than running. And just skipped all the boxes except for, like, the two stacks or so that you have to break. Yeah, which, you know, I didn't even... Uh, if you just stay to the left, you can clear all of them except for the ones that stack. But yeah, I would have liked to have known about that, that charge thing. That That's interesting why we weren't told about that. Yeah. So huh. Maybe you have to I, check those tutorials they manually give you. Well, I don't... Well, yeah, I guess that's my fault because I guess What am I going to read tutorials? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Oh, well. Whatever. I don't even think I hit the Y button the entire game now that I think about it. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Yeah, that so, part pissed me off the most, though. Yeah, I had I had a problem with that because I just didn't know what the hell to do. Um, you make it past there, the boar follows you into another room. You fight him again. At this point, I'm sick of fighting this fucking boar. Fucking tenacious boar. You kill him one last time, and you get a cutscene where... Uh, he's charging at you, I think, or getting ready to charge you, and then all of a sudden these spears come out of nowhere and stab him in the face. And, oh, it's look, it's the king of Facade and his army of men. And they're saying, we're here to help you. So you fight it again. You fight this fucking boar like five times. When you beat it this time, you get a cutscene. The cutscene is... He pushes you in through the door and says, get the hell out of here. We will deal with this boar. And fucking Nier goes nuts. Like, this is the first yeah. time I've seen Nier actually care about somebody besides Other Yona. Than Yona yes. Yeah. I mean, he was pit- he was like beating on the door and stuff. It's like, get me back in. You can't beat it. And they have a nice little touching moment. Then uh, my favorite part is when Kanye like beats the living shit out of him, like slaps him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then later on, she slaps, beats, like beats him after kicks him in the ribs or kicks him up rather, like yeah. kicks him in the ribs, and he he gets up and then just clocks him, him in the jaw. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so we cut to the next scene where we continue walking. We walk up the stairs and we reach room where the twins are again. And this time we get a little bit of story, mm-hmm. um, story that kind of confused me to begin with. Um, basically they say that you don't really know what's going on. Here's what's happening. Human beings no longer exist in this world, but they live on as shades. Yeah. So all these shades that you've been killing are actually human beings. The souls of the humans, right? Yeah, Yeah. the, the souls of the human beings. And... Near and the twins and Kaine and Emil, they are not even human beings. Right. Everyone, though, that's not a shade. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that we've seen as a human is actually a replicant. Yes. What they call it a shell. Yeah. And uh, these shells were supposed to be 
used to put the souls back into. Right, because basically 1,300 years ago, the Black Scrawl was wiping everybody out. And the only way that they could get past it was to keep creating new bodies for the souls to go into. Yeah. Did you guys read the documents that they gave you? No. No. Okay, that's interesting. It gives you a little bit. that You find out that uh, Nier and Yona were one of the first for this experiment. Gotcha. And so, um, see, I'm still confused on if if there's not a soul in Nier and Yona, how are they even moving around and shit? Well, that's that's what's weird. So, on this other wiki, they say that the project was initially successful, but the replicants began to exert their own consciousness. And yeah. gradually became human entities of their own without the original human souls transferred into them. Yeah. And I think they uh, explain that uh, in the documents they gave you. Or uh, the twins gave you. I believe. And so with these new bodies that they created, are they immortal? Because well, Nier and Yona live have been living since... 2030-something? Well, right. Um, well, <laughs> I'll ex- we'll explain that, uh, how near is alive, uh, you know, a thousand years later, but uh, later on. But uh, um, I, I would think they are because they don't have a soul. Yeah. So, I mean, that would explain why they can take, you know, stuff through the chest and live without a scratch on them. So that's my guess. Uh, the documents didn't explain that one that they gave so us. The, so the very last line of this wiki says... However, without their souls, the replicants are doomed to extinction. Well, then I don't know then. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Okay. But anyway, so we have to fight. Uh, the twins basically say, and this is where we're going to need your body, and uh, we're going to take it. So we go slashing. Or at least I went slashing. This, this woman didn't touch me. This fight was the easiest fight in the freaking game for me. I kept juggling her. She teleport. I juggle her again. She falls over. And uh, her other sister. Which one was the one we killed? We killed... Devola. Devola, the singer. And uh, Popola comes out. Popola comes out. There we go. Popola comes down and, and, you know, is holding her and crying and saying, you know, and they have this, like, little moment where they say the, since they're twins, they're twins because they don't have souls or something. At this point, I don't know what the fuck's going on, you know, and and I I was just so confused. And then, you know, Nier's like, all right, let's just stop fucking fighting and get this shit done of course Popola no you killed my sister now it's time to die and so she brings out the whole magic she, she's she's like this magic being that like just can do whatever the hell they want because we, we, I forgot to mention they copied Vice's uh, abilities so they, ha- so they have they have all the sealed verses and are able to use the exact same attacks that you do um, and I also forgot to mention, Vice is slowly 
losing. Yeah, what's going on with him? I didn't really. He's I wasn't lo- 100% sure what was happening. He's losing his energy. He's losing his life, basically. His life yeah, force. He's kind of like woozy and he can't really form words as well as he could before. Yeah, he's stuttering and stuff. Stuttering, yeah. Um. And so uh, we uh, we fight her, we kill her, or we don't kill her. We we beat the we beat the the fight, and um, she starts doing this last like almost desperation move to like blow us all up. I love her rationale too, of you killed my sister, so I'm gonna fight you. But um, we're only fight you only killed her because we're fighting you. Yeah. It's like the guy who like cuts you off in traffic and then flips you off for being so close to him. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And so, um, she does this last desperation move to try and blow us up. Um, and uh, Emil has this great idea. I'm going to make a bubble shield around us and float us up to uh, where we need to be because the bridge uh, collapsed. While we're floating away... She uses a magic string to grab a hold of our bubble, and uh, we can't go anywhere. And everybody's like, oh, we're screwed. And the meal has another idea. He basically separates his bubble with our bubble, pushes us away, and uh, lets us get away while he gets pulled into the explosion. Another depressing moment. He gets pulled in and basically I mean, dies, I guess. Um, and he has like this fucking moment of like fucking I don't want to die. And I was just like, God, this is fucking horrible. Yeah, he just comes to the self-actualization part where he's like, all my life I've hated my eyes and now I finally realize that we couldn't be where we are if I didn't have these powers. Yeah. So, I don't know. That 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 was fucking depressing. The the explosion basically implodes on itself and turns into nothing. And Emil's gone. Um, we go inside this room, and both near as well as uh, Kaine basically have lost it at this point. They 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 both just like. Both just fall down to the ground. Kind of eventually gets up and kicks fucking near in the fucking rib cage, and then starts punching him. The whole time I'm thinking, I was like, I hope I don't have to use a medicinal herb on this shit. <laughs> um, basically, just snaps him out of it and say, well, Hey, we got a fucking job to do. Let's go take on the Shadow Lord. So after so many fucking boss fights, we come to the boss fight. <laughs> Um, it, the Shadow Lord is there, but the, also Grimoire Noir is there. Uh, and the first phase of this fight is against Grimoire Noir. Which uh, is a very short fight. Yeah. It's like it yes. almost didn't belong. Yeah, it was weirdly short. It's like they were like, oh, we need to shove this in somewhere. Yeah. And uh, we, I took him out in a matter of fucking seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then you have to take on the Shadow Lord. The Shadow Lord moves very quickly. He flips around and stuff like that, but he was no match for my Beast Slayer. Um, in fact, it launched him too. 
<laughs> I fucking love that fucking sword. Because it was just it, it was it was a cakewalk. He he'd come doing his little flips toward me. I just ah, swing it, and it launched him straight up in the air. Um, and we get him down to about half health, and we get a cutscene, and it's of uh, Yona saying, "Dad, I want you to stop this." Near turns, and it's like Yona, and he walk goes up to her to. You know, take her hand, and she walks completely past him. And she's looking at the Shadow Lord. And she's talking to the Shadow Lord. Shadow Lord is basically... We can't really understand what he's saying. uh, Because he speaks in a weird shadow language. Um, But he's basically saying, I need to kill this dude, or, or not really kill him, but I need to take his body... So I can finally be with you for real. And she's telling him, no, uh, we can't do that. And um, she basically decides to leave Yona's body. So what had happened was the Shadow Lord or near from the past, his daughter had possessed near from the future's daughter's body what the fuck am I saying (laughs) I know it makes sense to me I'm trying to convey it to make sense to them so let's just like so we know that human beings have turned into shades they created before they turned into shades they created these shells that looked exactly like them so that they could transfer their their uh, souls into these shells and live on forever or to continue to live on um, near the near that we play as, as well as Yona, are the shells, and the Shadow Lord is actually Near's soul that wants to use Near's body, but it's not Near; it's somebody else. It's just it's him. Fuck. Yeah, so it's kind of like the question of if you make a clone of yourself. So I don't know if you've ever seen uh. The movie The Sixth Day with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've seen it, yeah. And there's the one part where the, you know, the head, the head bad guy, is making clones of himself. So every time he's about to die, he just makes a, a clone of himself and like downloads his memories into the new clone. Yeah. But the, there's the one interesting part. One of my favorite parts of that whole movie is when right after he transfers his downloads his memories into the new clone, that clone starts like taking the clothes off of the dying version's body. Yeah. And so at that point, it's like both of those people are the same person. So which one is is the first one more real because the second one's just a copy of him or are they equally real? Yeah. So who deserves this replicant body in this game? I don't know. You know, you would think it sh- after you've beat the game, you should think it would be the, sh- the Shadow Lord. Yeah. But you know why? Why should Replicant Near have any less claim to that body than Shadow Lord Near? This is true. So that's what that's been basically what happens. Yona, the real Yona, the soul Yona, decides to leave the shell Yona um, and just dissipate. Uh, and uh, she leaves. The Shadow Lord is basically enraged at this. 
You've taken my daughter. I don't know who you are, but I'm going to find you and kill you. So, um, hey, this is the final fight. You only have to hit him, what, three times, four times? But holy shit. Yeah, I was stunned when this battle started. I just held <laughs> up my defense, and I'm like, what the hell do I do? <laughs> I, I, I just started jumping and then doing the air dive thing. And eventually I was like, okay, air dive, air dive. Oh, shit, I got hit. Air dive, air dive. And every time you'd hit him, it'd push you all the way back. So I have to – I have to. all right, so I, let me let me at least explain this. The Shadow Lord is sitting on his knees at the far end of a, of a room. He has got these magic the, – the magic orbs that have been attacking you the entire time. Uh, he is just shooting them like a friggin' machine gun that goes everywhere. In every direction, yeah. Every friggin' direction. There is no, and if you get hit, it knocks you back and does a good amount of damage. Holy shit. Trying to dodge these, trying to hit him with this gigantic sword that I have, and then getting knocked all the way back only to have to travel all the way through that shit again and hit him again and do this three times took me. 20 tries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it took me forever. Well, you know you can hit the orbs with yeah. your sword. Yeah, but see, I, I've been using that gigantic sword, and I didn't feel like switching. So I just, <laughs> I, just kept, I just kept getting hit while I was trying to wind up my swing. <laughs> but um, eventually, you make it, you kill him. I mean, it, it's straight up. It, there, there is a small thing I have to mention is that when he's winding up to get ready to kill the Shadow Lord, he looks at him, and then something, like he thinks about something, and he kind of just like shakes his head and like comes back to his senses, and then kills him. And I'm wondering what the hell that was. I guess he, he looked at him and realized it really was him. Yeah, that's what I would yeah. come to the conclusion of. Um, he slashes him, kills him. Yona is back to old shell Yona and Kaine basically she's she walks away and says you can stay with us she's like no that's not my thing walks away well she says she's got shit she has to take care of yeah it doesn't involve you yeah yeah and um you guys look out a window she says it's beautiful um we get another cutscene of the past where Nier is like five years before we're near uh, San's eye patch. Or actually pre eye patch. <laughs> um, and uh, little Yona. And they're sitting there in the field in the village, and he gives her a flower. And then the credits roll. And then you save the game, and it says play again and get the ending B. And that's where I stopped. Yeah, I, I had to continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was in between you guys. I played to that point. I'm like, all right, I feel good about this. I'm like, but I want to see what happens on the next playthrough. So I just started it. And there's nowhere you can really save it. So basically it picks up right before or right after that five-year gap. Right and before you're unstonifying. Yeah, kind of still in stone. Yeah, yeah. And it's right before he unstones her, you get a lot 
of backstory on Kane. Yeah, I really lot. just wanted to start it and then save it and stop, but I had to play. I ended up playing for like an hour because so much of that was just here's two or three little vignettes about Kane's past. Yeah, and how are they presented? The text. Yeah, and I, yeah, but I mean, I mean, what what sparks it? I mean, do they find like documents about her or something? Or no, no, it's it's it's, it's right just before it, memories. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's exactly what it was, just her memories. Hmm. So I guess this is maybe what she was thinking about while she was stoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which you know, it starts out with her as a little girl and how she. I guess this is where you know. Your roommate, your old roommate Drew, said the chick with the dick or whatever, and Ken was telling us about that. Yeah. I never got that sense. They just call her a freak, and they don't say why. So I guess everyone's assuming that she's got a wiener. I, so, I don't know. So what is she, a hermaphrodite? So they didn't yeah, say. That's, that's the big thing that everybody outside of the game is saying, and I guess that the developers have said that also. So. Oh. Oh, I didn't know they said. Okay. Oh. I guess they said that, but if they hadn't said that, I don't think there's even enough evidence in the game to to make that claim. Right, and that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, they don't mention anything about it. They just, you know, as a kid, she was bullied and she was called a freak. That was pretty much it. So basically, it's not the fact that she is. You find out taken over by a male or a shade that I guess is a male. So it's yeah. not the fact that there's a male inside of her. Most people are saying it's because she was picked on as a kid. And there's one line in particular in one of the stories where they say, why are you trying to dress like a girl? We all know what you really are. Yeah, yeah, and I did remember. That has something to do with her sex. Yeah. That's why she's a freak. So that's yeah. really all the evidence, I guess, in there. Okay. So It's kind of strange that people just jumped right to hermaphrodite, though. Like, right, and... I don't know. That's just, oh, whatever. <laughs> but and you also get to uh, find out why she's so foul mouthed. Her grandma is just as foul mouthed. And uh, you found out what happened to her grandma and why she, you know, obviously the shade that killed her grandma she's going after. But the shade also like destroyed Kane because uh, throughout the game you yeah. see her with her her left arm and leg wrapped. That's because they were, like, cut off. I mean, she was beaten so badly by this shade that she, she lost those two apart. limbs. Yeah. yeah, and she even lost her left eye. So, and then when she was laying there dying, I guess, the shade came up to her and just entered her and, you know, started talking about, hey, you need me, blah, 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 and, you know, regenerated her missing limbs. So, that's... You find out that there's a shade living in her. Not that we already, you know, we already knew that, but you you find out this guy's personality too, and all that. So, yeah, it's, it's it was an intriguing backstory on her. I actually like that backstory more than most of her story in the regular game. I would say, yeah, not yeah. that there is a lot of story, but right. her character in general, I thought, wasn't handled very smoothly in the game. So up thought, until that point. Yeah, up until that point. And I thought that that did a lot to fill in some of the gaps. But they were it, the weird thing is, I feel like they were gaps or questions that I wasn't even really asking. Like, I wasn't asking, why is she foul mouth? I'm like, okay, she is. I don't need right. an explanation right. why, of why she's foul mouth. But I got it, and I actually I appreciated it. Yeah. Even and, though, you know, it wasn't something that I 
wanted to know before they told me. And I, I guess uh, after hearing the backstory and everything, um, I went back and in my mind and was wondering if she was struggling, how bad she was struggling with the shade, because constantly throughout the rest of this game, the second time around, he talks to you. He talks to Kanye and it's just she's trying to repress him, but he wants her to kill everyone because that's how he'll thrive and take over her, you know, completely. So he keeps talking and talking to her. And it's just I guess you just get a sense that she's struggling just to repress him, which obviously she was doing, you know, the entire time. Right. And now we get a sense of why, because he's he's actually talking to her and she's trying to you know, keep strong and not let the little guy out. So I actually, I think it's pretty cool the way they handled this new game plus here. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of games where I'm like, yeah, I'd like to play it again, I guess with better equipment and more stuff. But this is like so much different than the second half that we played yeah. for the first time. Oh yeah. And, so and much the... more content in it. Yep. There's a lot more other dialogue too, like in between fights or in like some of the fights, like uh, the end of uh, the uh, of the first playthrough when you fight in the Shadow Lord and he's talk and uh, talking to Yona, you actually see the conversation, and you see conversations too, and then the other bosses and get the little pieces of the of the story, like um the uh when you go to the the um the shrine for the what first time in the second half or whatever, the the boss you fight again is actually named um I think Gretel. And the one that you actually killed was Hansel, which is interesting. And he was, or it, or whatever, was just all devastated that, you know, her brother or sister, whatever, was dead. And he has got no, you know, purpose to live. And it just other stuff like that. And then he talked to Little Shades about how he has a purpose to live and all this and that. You just get little other dialogue that just kind of adds to the story. That makes it interesting to play all the way, you know, through the second half again. Why do that though? Why not just well, have it in? Because you, it, it's, it's. They add actually other story elements. Like you find to come out that shades, they're not really all the bad. In fact, they're just trying to live on, and they're, you know, it's, you know, it's the shells that we're attacking and all this and that. It, it, it adds to the story. It's basically, just, I am legend. Yeah. You're actually the bad guy. Yeah, essentially that's what I got, and you know I was doing some more thinking about it. It just I it, it sounds like the shells are the bad guys, because yeah, um, the uh, right. the uh, the big rhino or uh, warthog boss with the armor that you fought was talking to the the the, the mask king, saying you guys attacked us, and you know we just wanted to live and give our kids a future, and I guess this was saying that. This whole project was a gestalt, was was the name of this, where the shades, yeah. where the humans became shades and or whatever, that they didn't really want to do that, and they just wanted to live, you know, as humans and, you know, just try to give their kids a future, but that was taken away from them, and so they just. Does that make sense? I guess, it's it's kind of. I think it's really cool the way that they can put such a different perspective on essentially the same gameplay, but. Right, because going through, you think the shades are the bad guys. Even when you find out that they're humans, you still think they're like, oh, they're evil. They are attacking these, you know, shells. 
or whatever you want to call them. But now you get a different perspective on saying, well, huh, this throws a monkey wrench into it. Who's really in the wrong here? And um, the you get some backstory with the wolves on how they, again, weren't attacking anyone. They were actually attacked by the masked people. And so they retaliated and won and attacked again. You know, it was like a war between them that the wolves didn't start. They didn't want a war with the with the, you know, masked people or whatever. They just wanted to live free. And you find out that the land that they're in actually was like a like a like a, a jungle kind of area. But the humans came in or the masked people and, you know, demolished everything and made it to the desert that it was. See, that makes sense story wise. But in my reality of the game, they attacked me first. Right. The only people that I needlessly slaughtered without being attacked were the goats and the sheep. <laughs> Those, that's the only people where I am legitimately the bad guy. <laughs> because they didn't do anything to me, and I slaughtered them. Well, and but I, the you sheep know, I, attacked me before I fought them back. I, I understand that, but playing through this whole thing again, you just get the sense that, well, shit. Maybe we're the bad guys. It makes you think yeah. twice. Right, and that's interesting. It actually gives you a reason, because I'm like you. You know, I wanted to go back to several other games uh, with New Game Plus, but all it adds is, you know, well, nothing. You just start over with your, uh, you know, level and your weapons. But this one gives you uh, new story elements, which is pretty pivotal. Yeah. And I know I'm not doing them justice, but you got to go back and play it and experience it yourself. It's just... And the ending, I thought, was yeah, way how much better. different is the legitimate ending? It, it way different because when you <clears throat> went at the end after everything that happens you know the shadow lord gets defeated and you know soul yona gets floated out in the air or whatever uh you go back to the beginning of the game where you're actually near in 2049 in the store with yona and you know you just you just with the same you know basically saying the same thing you just you know, I wish I could have protected her and treated her better and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she gave you half a cookie like she did in the beginning. So you, you, at that point, you figure out exactly what is going on, that the Shadow Lord was original. Uh, what's his neck? Near. And that Yona, you know, and you just piece it together. And it, it, it went back to 2049. And I'm trying to find the right words to explain it. It's just. I don't know. You, you, you go back to that year, and it's interesting. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this is ever talked about, if I missed it in the first run-through, or if it's mentioned in the second, or maybe it's never mentioned. But, and maybe it doesn't matter, but when they were making these shells, these replicants for all the remaining humans, was it a, a, a one-to-one? Like, every person got one that looked exactly like them? I mean, I, it seems like it was in the case of Nier and Yona, but if maybe they were just the pilot studies, because they were some of um, the first ones that involved in it. So maybe they had ones made after them, but did everybody have their own one, and then they would just keep success, successively using the same model, basically? That's a good... Or, they didn't say. Yeah. They really I, didn't. I don't know. I, or, see, or that's what just I, generic bodies that people like went into, and it didn't matter if they looked anything like them? I never gave much thought to it. They didn't say. I just thought that everyone had, you know, their own shell and that it, your soul will eventually find it. That's what I was under the impression of. I don't so know. How did they make all these different shells? I, 
I, I, well, I'm trying to remember what the documents exactly said. Uh, the humans were infected with this disease, and they were all going to die out. Every human was going to die out. So they thought of this idea where they created just shells of the humans, and then eventually the souls would just find it. I don't know how they made them. Uh, it got you got to read the documents. It gives a little bit more detail. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It's not like a person can just go out and make a replicant, right? There no, had to be a facility that made mm-hmm. these bodies. Mm-hmm. And how could they have models of every single person on the earth that they yeah, could? I don't know. Maybe it was just uh, rich people. Could have been um, scientists, and maybe they didn't get it done in time. You know, maybe they they were just doing experiments, and only scientists or or family members of scientists got their replicants made. I think I, I really wish I remembered exactly what all the documents said. You get four or five of them, and unfortunately, when you beat it the first time, the documents don't carry over. So oh, as soon man. as you get them, and before the the final fight between the the twins, you need to pause and hit the game or hit the documents and read them. It's it's interesting, but it's kind of confusing. But it does give answers. Um, now we know why Near is alive a thousand years later. Yeah, because he's not. it's. it's <laughs> Right, he's really not. It's his shell, and and in the story, his soul's trying to find, you know, reunite with I guess his shell and Yona, with her shell. Which which is the pretty cool basis of a story. Right, and at the, at the end of uh, ending B, you know, obviously it didn't happen, so you see them. I guess what can only assume that they uh, it was heaven because it was just white, and they were just sitting there, you know, saying Yona was just saying how thankful she is to have a dad that would always look out for her and he was just sitting there sulking because you know what he wanted didn't happen so so the souls of yona and near yeah yeah and i I, i'm like i said i'm assuming it's you know heaven because it was like i said it's all white so it's it's still a depressing ending yeah I mean, the first one, you, you know, you just, you get, oh, oh, it's beautiful. And then, you know, it's just, you know, they're laying out in a field and sunny. I mean, that was kind of like, huh, okay, that's a nice kind of ending. And then you get this this ending, you're like, oh, shit. I feel really bad for him. I really wish that the Shadow Lord beat Shell near. <laughs> yeah. Because that's all he wanted. Uh, he just wanted to reunite with his daughter and, you know, like they were back in 2049. It's really depressing. But then but, on the other hand, if, if Replicant Nier became self-aware, how can you ask him to give up his identity? Right. To just Which, be taken over by someone else. It, it's a very conflicting game. I mean, after the when you play through it the first time, you don't get that conf- confliction so much. But you, to fully get the full feel of it, and, you know, I don't know, you gotta, you gotta just beat the second time. Just to get the, the extra dialogue and the actual ending because i know i haven't done it justice i know you just need to go beat it it so won't take your you long final, your final wish then is it that original near acquires the body of replicant near yeah is that what you want to happen in the end yeah that's what i really wanted after watching this i i, fe- I mean it was i just felt so bad for him because you just see him sitting there uh you know with his knees, you know, his head between his knees, just depressed because he couldn't give Yona the life that she deserved. And he was trying so hard. He was so close. And, you know, it's just depressing. It's just really de- – so, uh, yeah, I was really 
you know, after watching that, I was really hoping that, you know, the soul um, got back with it. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's you really do. It won't take you long. And in fact, I found myself um, uh, when I was playing through the second time, it was a lot easier. Um, I was killing enemies in one hit because I was, I guess, more strong for some reason. But. Yeah. the enemy or the bosses didn't take long it took me another two hour two to three hours to be fair but it, it just seemed like i could just breeze through it this time so it really won't take you that long to go and get the re- uh, uh some more story elements and in fact there's there's a a, a cutscene after the credits you find out what happens to a meal so so did these replicants age I'm guessing not. Because there's clearly, if there was a facility to make these replicants 1,300 years ago, clearly the world has fallen apart since then. This facility can't be operating. So do these husks just survive until they die and then that's it? Well, I think like they his, his only mere... die if they don't get you know, their souls back or whatever is what I'm looking at it like. But near because replicant has been alive for how long? A thousand something right. years. He's, but, been, and, he's been around for a thousand years without and, a soul, uh, and he's been perfectly fine, right? Right. But I'm guessing it's something to do because he was. I, I don't know honestly because Yona was a, a weaker shell, I guess. I don't know because she was only a, a little kid, and maybe she didn't have as much time. It's. It, I. I guess if you look at it like I, I don't know, but I, honestly, I don't have the answer to that. I don't know. I just looked at it like he's full grown. While Yon is not, and she has a quicker lifespan unless she, some, unless she gets her soul back. Or That's was it that they made a copy of her when she was already sick? Yeah, well, because she was sick thirteen hundred years ago, and then she's sick in the in the future. Well, the way I got it is they were already all sick. And that's why they were trying to find a way to save the human race and make the shells so they can live on. But, but there are other kids in the game. And none of them are coughing and on their deathbed the entire game. Oh, that's true, too. <laughs> I don't know. What's wrong with her shell? Because it, it, it's not like it's not like they're reinstating the soul, and then it lives for 50 years, and then, then they need to make another shell. And it's not like they keep jumping through shells, right? There's only one original near, and there's only one replicant near. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That... Uh... That's a good question. They didn't answer that one. Or how about the other two endings? Yeah, yeah maybe maybe that's still to come. Yeah. Did anybody I, watch the other two endings? No. No, no I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't. I really wanted to play through them and get the other two, but the third ending, you got to get all the weapons, and I don't know how to do that because you guys said when you went back to the, the forest, you couldn't get that weapon. So, and, so how are you supposed to get, you know... Yeah. Maybe it's, it's a random loot drop. <laughs> well, I don't know, but I don't know. I think Drew, you need to go back and play it again because, like I said, I, I I'm all over the place with it. You need to. I go just back want to know how the logic works in this world. That would be nice, but I don't think we're gonna get that. <laughs> well, I will. I watch one of the endings, and I'll just give a setup of it. Um, I watch the ending C. Basically, what happens is. After the big boss fight with the Shadow Lord, um, when Kane basically says, I'll see you guys later, I got some shit to do, she walks away and she starts getting, she's talking to the shade that's inside of her. 
and uh, it's time for the shade to come out. And um, she she she's basically lost her ability to hold on. She falls over. Near walks up to her, and um, he's basically being talked to by the shadow, saying, "You have two options. We know you want to save her. One, you can uh, stab her and uh, uh, put her out of her misery, um, or you can take the um, you can take the uh, the shade for yourself." put it inside of you uh, and let it take over me and um, uh, she will become a human again well well she'll become human and then she'll just get infected with the black scrawl and die anyways right (laughs) that sounds depressing kill her outright that sounds depressing I'm uh, my question too is what happened to Vice? Yeah, is he just done? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He just went over, and you know, the last time we saw him was he said he was gonna go stop Shadow Lord, but he didn't really do anything. He kind of just left. Yeah, and we lost all the powers. Yeah. So, I don't know what's happening there. Mm. I wonder if we get that in the fourth ending. <laughs> I. I feel like everything that I don't have answered, I just keep putting off. Be like, oh, it must be in that last ending. Right. So now there's so much writing on this last ending. I'm gonna expect it to be like an hour and a half long. Right. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you there. It, it's I don't know. Like, I wanted to answer the question of what's going on with these replicants, and if near the replicant has been alive for 1,300 years, doesn't does that make him the real near? If the other near was only alive for like 40 years. Because the near the replicant has way more knowledge and experience and whatnot, although he didn't seem all that smart for having 1,300 years of experience. Right. But right. he must have been alive for that long, right? Because it's not like they're they're still pumping out shells or the world would be more populated. Right. With all the, with all the shadows running around with no... Uh, all the shades running around with no bodies. Yeah. I don't know. It's It's... Very interesting. I don't know. That's very good questions, and I, I'm not going to hold my breath to get them all answered either. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It, I don't expect that much. Yeah, and I think it leaves some up to interpretation too. You know, yeah. different people are going to have different answers, but I don't know. I, I the way I like... take it is, you know, each individual shell, you know, host, uh, you know, your individual soul. So near soul would find near shell. After that, I don't know what will happen. Yeah, I don't know. And it, it's, it, towards the end there too, I kind of noticed that there were bunny rabbit shells, <laughs> or not shell shades, <laughs> yeah. running around and all that. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's interesting. I kind of want to go back. I know I won't get the third ending, which sucks because I kind of want to make that choice. But I want to know what the fourth ending has in store and how much. And uh, watching the video, I don't know how good of it. It does, you know, just watching it, because I wonder if it also adds more story elements, too, throughout the rest of the half of the game. It probably does. 
Yeah. I'm assuming it does too. So I want to know what that dialogue is because in the second one there was some pretty interesting stuff that you, you find out and everything. That you'll miss if you just watch the ending. Right. So. I don't yeah, know. I'm at least going to play through the second ending. It's definitely worth it. You definitely get more. And like I said, I, I suck at telling this shit. So <laughs> you need to go back and play it. It won't take you long. It took me. I think I beat it twice in one day. So the first ending and the second. So it won't take you long. And everything just becomes easier. Like when you're back in the junkyard. That was the one I hated the most, to get the key. The, before you had to get the key, you know you had to go find material to level up that sword he wanted to give you, or whatever. Yeah. You don't have to do that again. As soon as you enter the junk heap, it gives you the material, so you can just go back out. <laughs> so, it, it's it's not as frustrating that time around, but it, it just all the bosses become easier and everything. So, it, it's worth playing through. It's only going to take you a couple hours. Yeah, and I already got th- about an hour into it anyways. So you're about halfway there almost, I would say. So, And it, it, to me, when I was going back, I'm like, I wonder where I'm going to start out. I knew that I was going to start back out where it, you know, where it said that, you know, the halfway mark. But I was wondering why. And then I got all this extra dialogue and stuff. And I knew and I, I'm glad I started out there. But because it seemed to me that this game would be better off if you just start out again towards the end is what I was thinking because if there's going to be four different endings or three different endings or whatever why start halfway through the game but now I know why because you get extra dialogue and a lot of it is really important so yeah hmm. it's it's worth playing through again I I, I, I don't know I really want to go back and get the third ending but like I said how are you supposed to get all the weapons if you know you can't go back and get the one in the forest I'm sure you can look at a fact and it'll tell you. Well, I so looked did, at the Did you fact. start it for a third time? No. <laughs> after seeing that, uh, after it told me to uh, to get the third ending, you need to get all the weapons, I'm like, nope. Not going to happen. So, I wonder if you just start at the beginning of the game then for round three. God, I hope not. Because if you start where we started after the you beat it the first time, you, I don't think it's possible to get all the weapons. And that's what I was thinking, but I didn't think about starting in the beginning. If that's where it's going to start, yeah, uh, I hope not, because it was a it was a long journey. I mean, I beat the game under uh, I got the achievement for beating it under 15 hours. I think it was 12 is what I beat it in. And but if you're uh, all leveled up, I wonder if it would be super fast. Maybe I don't know. I mean, there's still uh, quests. If they made you start at the beginning. It would be faster because you leveled up, but and maybe if they cut out a lot of the unnecessary stuff, like, I don't know, Seafront. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm thinking they don't because it sounds like it, when the facts that Drew, you know, you sent us, it, it sounded like that if you didn't do what you needed to do to get the third ending, oh well. You're going to not be able to see it is what I took it from the facts. So... I don't know. I mean, it's something that, you know, I can look into. I can boot it up and see what it does, but it's looking like that I'm not going to be able to. Yeah. But that's all right. I mean, I'm more intrigued, too, by the fourth story. So. After you after you view the fourth one, your save file it gets erased. Gets erased, which is 
so wrong. I know. <laughs> it's just so wrong. Because when it's all said and done, um, I believe after the, I beat the second ending, it was, what, 18 hours? Something like that? I don't know. And then if you go back and actually went and did the side quest and everything and got all the weapons, that's going to be another three hours. So... But by the time the game's over, you're damn near 30 hours, and it just erases everything. But, I mean, you don't have any purpose to play it anymore if you did that. Right. To be honest, because you got all your weapons for ending C, and then what else could you do? The trophies. Well, I mean, what are the other, you know, achievements and trophies for it, though? I would imagine you would have everything by the end of the fourth one. Sadly, a lot of them are hidden. I tried to yeah. watch them today. I saw that. I mean, I know a, a lot of them are beat a certain boss in, in the time frame. I got a lot of those going through the second time. Because, like I said, everything has just seemed like it was easier because you're strong. Yeah. Um, uh, as for the other ones, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure the other ones are for the endings. I don't know. I, I kind of want to see the uh, the uh, list for them. Because so, I got a Raptor. lot. Do what? Go to Raptor. Oh, I got a, something different. <laughs> Raptor will show them, so. But, yeah, so. I mean, I the more I played through, uh, the second time around, I was really into it. Really. I Because I, it gives you more story, and I really just, I, this game was, uh, to be honest, I, I was like, oh, shit, what did I pick? <laughs> and then playing through it, I'm glad I picked it. Yeah. I really I'm glad you am. picked it, too. Hmm. That's interesting. This is it's good to try stuff different. Yeah, and you know it doesn't do anything special. You know, it's it's the story that really finally caught me towards the end of the end of the game. You know, the second half it was just the story because yeah. the first half we I think we were all on uh, agreement that we're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. What is going on? And then as you get closer to the end, you're like, oh, I never I never even thought that the twins were, you know going to stab you in the back. That was a shock to me. And I never figured that humans were shades. I never would have guessed that. It, it was it was awesome. It was it was good. I like the I like to be surprised and this game had a lot of that at the end. Yep. A lot. Yeah. It's kind of like an M Night movie. If the if you don't see the ending coming, it's awesome. Yeah. But if, but if I it mean, were ruined for you and the end had no impact, the game might have felt like a letdown. Like, yeah. if you already knew everything. Yeah. And so luckily... I'm, I'm glad that I never looked anything up on this one before, in terms of the story before we started playing. Right. And I am too, because, man, the story's everything in this game. Yep. Even though you take it for granted the first half of the game, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, you know, now you're like, oh, yeah, wow, holy shit. So, I don't know. I, uh... I, I, I'm actually digging the, I want to I want to get out all the endings so I can get the whole story it's that good to me well there you go seems like that's her final thoughts I was going to ask everybody what their final thoughts are but it seems like everybody actually thoroughly enjoyed this game and it, it took me by surprise yeah yeah I think my my final thought is just that I feel that it was it's better than any individual part. Like it's better than the sum of its parts. Yeah. Because it yeah. doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily control perfectly. The graphics aren't that great. The story's good, but I don't think it's delivered smoothly. It's kind of, it's kind of in 
blocks of text and kind of only chunked out at the end. It could have been there could have been more questions raised in the beginning. I don't, overall, I, I I really liked the game, but I liked it despite a lot of little weird quirks and inconsistencies in it. Right. And you know, I, I guess they uh, it's interesting the way they chose to do it. Uh, the three different endings, you got to go back, you know, to the halfway point and then beat it again, beat it again, beat it again. That was interesting. Uh, could they have done it different? I'm sure. Maybe. I don't know. They could have just given us, you know, one long ass game <laughs> with all the with all the other dialect in it. But I don't know. I I, I kind of like how they did it. But even though it seems monotonous to go back and beat it three other times to get the full story. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I'm in all. I probably won't get to see the fourth ending, but I'm glad I uh, experienced the game. There you go. Not bad. No, it, no. And then, like I said, go back and experience it for yourself the second time, at least the second time, because I was all over the place with it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so just you guys need to go back. Just spend a couple more hours with it. You'll see the some of the other story element parts that are really interesting so gotcha i may actually do that i'm not too sure just yet i'll definitely finish off the second playthrough but um yeah so that's pretty much all of near uh kind of took everybody by surprise we didn't think it was going to be i mean i didn't know what to expect i'd never even seen gameplay of it before we played it and i, I it's a thoroughly surprised me i think yeah. this was one of those sleeper hits that nobody really played yeah. Yeah. Um, and on a side note, I did finally defeat my first wild boar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and except for I didn't get to ride him because I done killed the motherfucker. Because <laughs> as soon as he got knocked down, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go ride this guy. And I hit the B button. I'm like, oh, here's some boar meat. I'm like, oh, damn it. No, so, no. You, you, you've tamed it, and or I guess you have because I killed it. Yeah, then, I did too. And then went back to town, and when I came back, it said you could ride it now. Oh. Apparently well, it's I... a forgiving boar. <laughs> An immortal one, too. Yeah. Uh, it didn't tell me that. That's Unless I missed it. That's interesting. Whatever. Whatever. I still kill that stupid motherfucker. Whatever. Yeah. So. Asshole boar. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's um, that pretty much wraps it up for Nier. Um took us by surprise it was actually a very good game I'm, I'm glad we decided to do it for game club um or finish down i'm calling it game club thinking we're back <laughs> on old zombie frog um but yeah um i don't know what we're gonna do for the next one um we may take an, a week off just for a break you know so uh, i don't know we may record another one of those geek sessions we, we, we'll find out uh, if not, I can always use a vacation. So, you should um, do Resident Evil in honor of in anticipation of six. Yeah, but six comes out Tuesday. Oh, so just so, like hey, and then in, in in celebration of Resident Evil six, here's Resident Evil one. Boom. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, we'd have to play it over the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, yeah. There's no way I'm going to be playing RE one after <laughs> RE six comes out. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Um, We'll find out. Maybe we'll surprise you guys with something. But I do appreciate you guys listening. Um, I want to uh, check and see if we have any iTunes reviews. Um, 
Oh, this is bad. Um, the great thing is Ken went ahead and made us a, um, a full-on um, podcast on the website at ztgd.com. So you can um, check us out there. We have our own little section and everything. Um, but uh, let Party me ch- room. Yeah, the party room. Uh, let me check and see if we have any iTunes reviews, any new iTunes reviews. Uh, nope, there are no new iTunes reviews, uh, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, if you would, please leave us an iTunes review. Let us know how we're doing. If you want to suggest us a game, you can always uh, tweet to me at DML Fury, or you can uh, send me an email, uh, frustratedfury at ztgamedomain.com. Suggest a game to us. Um, we will definitely play it. Um that's pretty much it. I appreciate you guys listening. I'm Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Justin. And that's it. We are done with Nier, and uh, we may catch you guys next week. We may not. Uh, just stay tuned, and uh, we'll let you know. All right. Have a good one. <laughs>